You're listening to The Power of Us on Revolver Podcast. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Power of Us. This is Abel. And I am his farmer wife, Rosie. Farmer wife. I am a farmer. Farmer's Yo soy only? de rancho. I don't know if you don't know. Oh, sí, yeah, señor. Yo soy... Yo soy de rancho. Okay. Right. Yo soy de La Barca, Jalisco. I don't know. Ese es pueblito. Yo soy de Hermosillo, Sonora. Oh, that's a... I'm not... No soy de rancho and I've never been on a farm in my life. Um, other than the field trips with the kids where you like watch someone milk a cow. Okay. Have you ever, have you ever milked a cow? Are you kidding me? I Back should be Mexicali? the only boobs you've ever touched. dude. <laughs> you touched Those are cows? udders. Those are udders. They're not nipples. Even though I did feel weird. Well, no, I'm just kidding. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how old were you? Oh my God. Stop. Um, um, wait a minute. Really? You've milked a cow? No, I've never milked a cow. There's no cows in Mexicali. What am I no, tripping? No, Not no, no, one. No. There's Chinese food and hot dogs. That's yes. It. Yes. And very good hot dogs. Very good Chinese food from Mi Bolito in Mexicali. All right, guys. There today, today we're talking about, well, farming apparently. Yes. But no, really we are. Planting seeds. Yes. Planting seeds. Planting seeds in your marriage and why it's important to plant seeds. But a lot of the times... We unnecessarily plant seeds, unknowingly plant seeds, subconsciously yeah. plant seeds. And these seeds aren't beautiful seeds that are going to sprout up corn and are going to sprout up stuff that bring life and, and bring substance to your marriage. But we plant a whole bunch of weeds, a whole bunch wow. of nasty stuff, yeah. a whole bunch of yerba malas, not yerba buenas, you know? Exactly. Yeah, there are so many things that are in your marriage now that you're going through now that you don't understand that you began them because you're probably blaming your spouse for everything he or she is doing right. wrong. And you haven't even thought of when this started and how probably you started it. So in this podcast, we want to really discuss the seeds that Abel and I have planted, but like Eddie discussion, it is the, a wise conversation begins with I, right. it is not you. I mean, yes, we can point all day at what other people do wrong, but real transformation and change in your life comes when it is, when you start with, I have, yeah. you know, uh, what have I done to do this? So, okay, well maybe this is, this is tough because we haven't done this yet. Uh, officially we yeah, were supposed we to, um, uh, so this is going to be the real conversation with you guys here. There was no planning. There was literally like, this is the topic. We're going to do it live. So, okay, babe, um, seeds that have been planted in our marriage. I guess we begin by looking around at what we have, what has sprouted up. And then we realize we'll see what seed was planted and who did it. I know one huge, terrible seed that I wish I never would have planted, um, And it's been a, it was, it was a bad seed for a very long time. And that was the seed of, of sex. Honestly, I planted a very bad seed in the way, in the way that our sex was going because of my past, because of the pornography that was in my family, the stuff that I, I got into, the addictions that I had gone through, I ended up putting that on you, a person who has been sexually abused, a person who has gone through trauma and stuff like that. I ended up putting this high pressure on you to perform like just 
something that I had, something that I had envisioned through pornography, not through what God said, not through anything like that, and hadn't let you even warm up to it. I'm just, oh, this is the way they do it in the porn. This is the way it's going to be like when we get married and stuff like that. But that was unfair to you. Does, does that make sense? Yeah. And I really planted that. Sense. And I know, I know that I damaged you because I would make you feel bad at times about yeah. it. And, and I think that that was one of the worst seeds that I could have ever planted because I went through it just being just this, in a sense, machista, thinking that this is the way sex is supposed to be, even though I was a virgin before you, even though I hadn't really had sex or anything like that. I thought that this was supposed to be because this is the way I watch it in porn and this is the way sex must be and stuff like that. But it's it's not like that. Wow. So this is incredible. Like some seeds, the seed that you have planted began even before you met me mm -hmm. get me so there are decisions that you make in your life prior to your marriage that are going to affect your marriage in the future so yeah. if you're single and you're listening to this one good job because you're preparing but two like please know that things that you have done now will affect your marriage able is being very super vulnerable right now that's why like i'm in shock if you're watching me on facebook um you're just like my face is in shock because he's being so open and vulnerable in that he began watching porn at a very early age and it wasn't voluntary um that you know someone showed him as a little itty bitty kid like literally five six so who does that to a kid and he didn't know it was bad like most people don't know pornography is bad it's a billion dollar industry right. it is very damaging to your marriage it is damaging to yourself sex is the only sin where you hurt yourself every other sin you're like stabbing someone stealing from someone like you're hurting them spiritually wow. sex is the only one where you're like stabbing yourself and it feels good so you don't know and this world has made it seem okay but planting the seed of pornography before or during your marriage is very damaging yeah. because one we never had the conversation of like oh what sex is supposed to be like right. Abel what do you like Rosie what do you like it was more like oh we're just gonna do it and yeah. i had watched pornography too so i had my own ideas of pornography which caused like all these unrealistic expectations and he had his pornography that also were unrealistic and more than that like sex is free so we could do whatever we want in, in marriage and in sex together us two right but we, we have never to be in one told accord. each other yeah we we never had that conversation i think that's one conversation that i wish we would have had um Although yeah. it probably would have been awkward, like to really, really think have. about it to I mean, people that haven't had sex and are saving their saving themselves for for marriage, um, to have that conversation, it would be awkward. But at the same time, I, that's a conversation you have to have, whether or not you're Christian, whether or not you believe saving your sex is for marriage, saving sex for marriage is is super duper important to you or not. Um, I need you to understand that you have to have these conversations because I really hurt her, honestly. I really hurt her because I used to watch a certain type of porn or I watched uh, or just honestly just a different kinds of porn. And what they do in that is is not, it's not what real. everybody does every it's single day. Acting like these people are performing a show or something like that. Exactly. It's entertainment. Yeah. So it's no connection. There's no um, intimacy or love. It's really just two people that want to entertain someone else yeah. and when you and i or when anyone is having sex it's not entertaining it it is a connection right. and they can't show that on tv so they do all this weird stuff so no weird it's just stuff that isn't really real that doesn't happen in couples so anyway it hurt me because it it was exactly what would hurt me 
um, in the sense that when I was sexually abused, it was while I was sleeping. Right. So that that started to happen again, and it was really, really damaging. I am just so happy to tell you guys that that root that seed has been uprooted. Right. Like we are good sexually and it's taken a long time. And the reason we're talking about this is because a lot of you guys that follow us have gone through sexual abuse. There are 7 billion people on this mm -hmm. planet. 3 billion of them have been sexually Definitely. abused. Sexually and whether or assaulted. not you've been sexually abused, there's a chance that there have been or is a sexual issue going on in your relationship yeah, or your true. marriage right now. So we're telling you guys to know that there is hope. That yes, that seed was planted. We went through it for a bit. Sex was really bad. And not only sex, but our whole relationship because it affects yeah. your whole relationship and um but it took work and a lot of talking and the uprooting was acknowledging the seed mm -hmm. and taking it out and me allowing him to take it out because yeah. with like with weeds they, they can't just be pulled out or it ruins everything else or they grow i had to be willing to be like okay let's talk about this I accept your apology. I know your heart and that you didn't mean to do this to me. And and I, I let it go out of my heart. And and then we had to try and have sex again yeah. the right way. So like five years into our marriage, here we are, like we're having sex again. And that's not even talking about all the bad stuff I brought into sex. So I couldn't just blame the, the issues with sex on you and the porn. Yeah. There was seeds that I had planted, yeah. whether it's like mistrust or fear or insecurities or the sexual abuse stuff that i hadn't dealt with yet so i had planted those seeds and i had to acknowledge them with you too yeah. and say well maybe i shouldn't be so rigid and afraid maybe i should trust you and then that goes into deeper issues but i'm just so happy that that seed was planted we acknowledged it we uprooted it and we forgave it yeah and we created new ones like we, we created new moments where okay babe, well what do you like and what is it like and what do you expect i mean do you expect candles and the petals everywhere and i'm like no that you know and stuff like that to where you know we make it about each other yeah and not about just me so i'm really 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 happy and thank you for being so vulnerable babe um right now in our home what what we're dealing with is impatience i am not patient with abel at all um a and and that impatience it's like the littlest things he does wrong because in marriage we we both do wrong things every day in life right no one is perfect you're gonna make some mistake whether it's the toilet seat which has never happened with Abel or I don't know like lying you know those the the anywhere in between of extremes and when someone does something very little or everything they do irritates you I think it makes the other person feel very unloved yeah. So my impatience is a seed that I planted that is continuing to grow that makes Abel feel unloved. Mm -hmm. So it has like a double pain because I, I love this man. He's everything to me. You're the most important person in my life. You're the most important man. And you're the least person that I show it to right. because it sucks that we are very patient with people at church and at work and our employees or right. our boss. We're just like, yes, we're, okay, no, it's cool. Hey, Rosie, I messed up. It's all right. No worries. But I will never say no worries to you. Yeah. I make you worry about it. And even if I don't say anything, um, my body language will say it. Yeah. So that, that impatience he's told me and it's it's literally like a week ago you guys know we talk about this like now um and we're starting to uproot it by me acknowledging it and i had to figure out 
where it came from. And I'm thinking and I'm thinking and I'm thinking. And usually it's something that it sucks, right? But it usually in marriage, it's like, oh, well, he did it to me. So I did it to him. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I'm mad at him about something that he did seven years ago that I don't know if he's sorry about. So that resentment, that lack of forgiveness, you know, sprouts impatience, which sprouts him feeling unloved. Right. And the smallest things can really, really, it's those little foxes that eat up the vine. You right. get me? Yeah. So um, I'm really, really working on it. I cannot say that I've conquered it yet. I wish that I could. I wish it was gone immediately because I hate hurting you. Mm. I really, really hate you feeling unloved because I feel like I love you so deeply that I want to please you every minute of the day. So I can wow. only imagine what it feels like to think I am please her every minute of the day. So um, I just have to think about it a lot. I'm uprooting it as we speak by acknowledging it and by saying that I am genuinely sorry that I have made you feel so unloved and that I am so impatient with you and that I am praying about it every wow. day and that I do the opposite of like praising him because what impatience shows is, I don't know, you're dumb, you're silly, you don't know how to do this, you didn't learn or whatever. It's making someone feel small and not smart or um, whatever, It just bad things. So I have to figure out each time I've done that and do the opposite. So it takes a lot of thinking on my part. Um, okay, so like um, a light bulb hasn't been changed and he forgot. And I probably make him feel like, you forget everything, you know? Like you don't remember anything. I have to go back, think about that, and tell him stuff when he does. Like, oh, babe, I I don't know. I put up mom's shelves. Dang, babe, thank you, thank you so much for remembering. Oh, today you said like the trash with Thea. Like, you know what? Thea really doesn't like when I do that. I've, I've, you know, and I'm like, man, babe, thank you so much for noticing. And that sentence, which is sincere, is in my way and hopefully working a way of like uprooting the impatience because you have to do the opposite. So if you have uprooted impatience in your marriage, you're really doing more damage than you know. Wow. And you don't want to continue do this, doing this to the most important person in your life. So you're going to reverse it by giving him grace. He's going to mess up. Be quiet about it. He knows. Sometimes he won't tell you he knows, but he knows. He, and, and, and as a husband, I have to trust that you do know that in your head, you're like, crap, I forgot, oh, you know, the light. Oh, I got to go get the light bulbs from blah, blah. Like, I have to trust that he knows. And if he doesn't know, I'm going to just ask the Holy Spirit to tell you. Yeah. And, it, and if he doesn't, it's not that big a deal. There are bigger issues in a light bulb, so let it go. Yeah. Get me? And give him grace to learn. You are not his teacher. You are not his mother. And you don't want to be, but you've been acting like it by telling him every single day what grade he got for the day. Today you failed. You got an F. Oh, today you got a B. He doesn't need to know that. He needs to know that whatever day he's in, you love him mm. as is. Wow, that's good. So just let him be. And only when it's huge issues, like you lied, or I feel like you're cheating, or like huge issues, let's let's hold our, our tongue back and stop teaching him and allow him to grow on himself. Believe me, he's going to eventually notice that the light bulb is gone because he's going to need it one day. And he's going to be like, why am I showering in the dark? Oh, and the light bulb. Get me? Like, yeah. he's going to eventually notice. Let him notice. Let him make the change. Give him grace to fail. Give him grace to fail. 
That's, I, I want to repeat it because it's so big. Give him grace to fail and he will become the leader he, you want him to be. Wow. Thank you so much for that, baby. I, like you saying that brings me peace. And yes, I've seen you do that lately. And, and it feels good that you, you praise me on the small things. Um, you praise me and you let me know you, you acknowledge the stuff that I do do right. And, and, and that feels good. You know, as a man, because many times we, we only hear bad from our bosses. We hear bad from this. We hear bad about our kids and stuff like that, you know, stuff that yeah. they need us to fix and stuff like that. Someone is at the front door. Thank oh, so, you, Alexa. Yeah. Someone's at the front door. And uh, <laughs> it feels good to hear that coming from you, the most important person in my life, the most important person that I, that I sleep with every night, to hear good things coming back from you. So I appreciate that. Those were two seeds. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of seeds. There's a lot of little seeds, a little roots, and the, there's a lot of these big old nasty, huge things that just don't belong in our in our yard. Yeah. And I remember when we lived at Mikey's, it was a point where his backyard looked like a jungle full of bad <laughs> weeds. They yeah. were just sprouted up all the way up to the top, like um, higher, taller than Sammy, probably as tall as Rosie, you know. <laughs> And there's there's been those, which we just gave you two of those. And then there's a bunch of little seeds that we yeah. planted along the way, too. And uh, when we get back from the break, we're going to talk about how it is that you go about planting new seeds and why we mess up when we just plant new seeds over the bad seeds. We'll be right back after the break. Baby, your body has been looking fine. Thank you, baby. I'm on it and I'm not waiting for the new year and neither should you. Start on a better body now with OpenFit. Sculpt your body in the convenience of your own home. No eyes on you. No longer worry about others watching you work out or feel the pressures of your peers at the gym. OpenFit is perfect for all fitness levels. I love that it goes with us everywhere because we are on tour. And if you're on vacation and you're worried that your hotel won't have a gym, you can view it on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, and even Roku. OpenFit has changed the way that I work out. And by texting the code POWER to 303030, you can join me on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Right now, during the OpenFit 30-Day Challenge, our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit when you text POWER to 303030. You'll get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts, all the nutrition information, totally free. Again, just text POWER to 303030. Standard data and messages may apply. All right, guys, welcome back from the break. So we're talking about these seeds. But before we even get into it, we got to get into how it is that the when we have bad seeds planted, a lot of us don't like to put in the work of taking out the seeds. Yeah, it's work. And we just want to plant new seeds on top of it, thinking that they're just going to cover them and kill the old seeds. But it, they don't. Yeah, no, they come back. it doesn't. It doesn't. You can't like, I don't know, just put more dirt over it and say, oh, it's forgotten. Like, mm -hmm. no, it's there. If you don't uproot things, they're there forever. So and how that's do you, in life. How do you do that? You acknowledge it. I think you really start to analyze and think, okay, where does this impatient come from? Is it me? Did I get it from my parents? Did I see it my mom to my dad? Is it Abel and I? Is it my personality? Am I just an impatient person yeah. and I got to fix that? So you have to really start to acknowledge because you usually want to point fingers at someone yeah. else. You acknowledge you. I planted this seed. I did yeah. it. And it doesn't even matter if Abel's been impatient with me because I could say that. You know, he's not perfect. He is a very patient man. But there are days when he does lose his patience. I can't say, well, remember that. No, it is I. I did it. And that's the way 
you acknowledge the seeds. You acknowledge the seeds that you planted, where they came from in you. If they came from your mama and papa, you have to acknowledge that that was them and that you can change yeah. the course of your life. If they come from you and something that happened to you as a child or your personality, you do have the power to transform yourself. And you have to believe that. But you have to at least acknowledge it to your partner and say, hey, it's me. I'm working on it. Like I'm working on it now. And uh, so it takes a lot of humility. Definitely. You have to swallow your pride because sometimes you want to pretend that you're perfect in front of your spouse or you always want to be right. Yeah. And you have to acknowledge to say, I was wrong. You know, sometimes I've taken out a couple weeds um, physically, like in the garden and stuff like that, just to clean up. And sometimes when you're taking out these weeds, they come out just completely all together and you really get all the weed. But sometimes when you're pulling them, they're really stuck down deep and they're hard to take out. And then you just keep pulling harder and harder and harder. And then you just end up snapping it. So it's still deep. Mm. It's still deep down there. It's going to sprout back up. You cleaned it up for now, but you got to keep that in mind that, dude, if this conversation didn't work, you're so right. It's probably going to come back a little later, a month from now, two months from now, where we're going to have to have this conversation again. And you have to have the patience to understand that, you know what, right there, that wheat was, that, that, that it wheat wasn't, out completely. wasn't taken out completely and it's going to sprout back up. And honestly, sometimes we're not capable. We don't know. I'm not a gardener. Yeah. So maybe a gardener sometimes needs to be brought in to take out that weed and that's what we call a counselor wow so good sometimes a counselor is necessary to take out some weeds that have been very very damaging right you know we've gone to marriage counseling sometimes because of the bad seeds that we planted in each other sometimes that's necessary sometimes it's not sometimes they're big weeds sometimes they're small sometimes they come out easy sometimes they snap a bunch of times and you just got to keep going back there seeing every few months once it sprouts back up and she starts acting differently or she starts going through trauma again or he starts being his old self you got to just realize that and understand it and just be honest with yourself if you guys had a conversation trying to fix the issue and the conversation kind of just went to a a stalemate where just like kind of nothing got fixed just everybody's tired of fighting know that it's probably going to come back a little later but it's not it's not bad just it's not a total fail yes and you guys process through some of it just just take, take a, a break <laughs> and, and just enjoy the days of or the months of just it's chill right now it's good we're, we're working on it and then just be prepared at least to get you back have something to pray about now yeah. i mean if nothing was fixed in the conversation because there are some conversations that honestly don't go well yeah at least you have something to pray about and then really pray about it so number one about seeds that you've planted in your marriage acknowledge them what you have done tell your spouse speak about it and let him know you know I know this is going on and I, and I know it's my fault. Apologize whenever you need to apologize. That is the first, the first step to healing. It's like really, really being sorry. I'm sorry I've done this. Be specific. Why you're sorry, how you hurt him. Be very specific. Um, for startup rooting by, by, you know, speaking about those times. Oh, there was this one time, babe, that you didn't do this. And I, I really overreacted. It wasn't that big a deal. I'm sorry. You know? If a counselor is needed, number five, bring in a counselor to let someone else do it. And like Abel said, repeat the process. You know, someone's at the door again. Someone's at the front door. Thanks, Alexa. But repeat the process again until it's fully out. Don't say, oh, we already talked about it. No, sometimes it's going to take one, two, three, five times, whatever it can be to really clean it out. And then you let the land heal after it's out let the land heal give it time give it love water it give it some sunshine sing to it speak to it let that specific land heal and then 
you can plant something else over it. Instead of impatience, you give patience. You give mercy. You give love. And believe me, that flower is going to bloom because you can't plant something in bad land, nothing. You can give the best word. You can give the best love. But if that person isn't healed, it's going to do nothing. So let it heal. Give it time. Healing doesn't happen at your time. Abel can take days to heal. I can take months. And we have to kind of figure that out and really let it heal and then start planting you guys are together forever you're going to die together at old age if god permits so please give each other time nothing has to be done in a week or a month or even a year we took a good year to like really heal and be better after we split up well yeah i agree with you and then once you start planting those good seeds just understand that you just planted them and you're gonna have to water them it's gonna take a couple weeks Mm -hmm. or months and stuff like that for them to show but when they show they're gonna show and they're gonna make your home look beautiful we just planted uh, grass in the front yard and i was a little impatient because it took like three weeks for it to kind of get full and i'm like dude like my, my home i planted and i paid for this three weeks ago and it still doesn't look beautiful why and then and then started growing out and honestly the color wasn't right it didn't match the rest of the the house the house is grass i'm like what the hell and then he had to come back and he had to put some fertilizer or something and the color started changing and now it's looking the way i want to about a month and a half after i paid after i put in the work after i i put in the sweat and and stuff like that and now it's starting to look the way that i want and to you know but what's it's beautiful time. is that the trees that you plant, the flowers that you plant will be enjoyed by your children. Yeah. So yes, it takes time. Yes, it's work. Yes, you're going to have to be humble. Yes, you're going to have to say sorry. Yes, you're going to work a lot. But your children are watching. So when you give your man patience, when you when you fix the sexual issues in your life, when you fix the anger and all those bad things, and your children get to see love and peace in your home, they get to enjoy that palm tree for years and years and years and years into your future generations. The work that you have put in now will be fruit for your children. So not only is your spouse worth it, but your children and grandchildren are worth Mm. it. And you are worth it. Yes, it takes time, but wouldn't you rather live in a house with peace and love and the fruit of the spirit than like that resentment you're holding on to? You know it's tiring. So just let it go. I would rather do the work of planting patience in his life than living with that anger and resentment and impatience that's damaging everyone. So you're going to do work because hating someone and not forgiving someone takes a lot of energy yeah. and work. I would rather put it into making my man know that he is loved and showing my children an example of the best wife I can be. Definitely. Great podcast, babe. I love it. Yeah, good job. Uh, thank you guys so much for being with us today. I, we pray that you and your family yes. can begin to uproot bad seeds and begin to plant good seeds, seeds that, that bring fruit, that bring life, seeds that draw you guys closer together yes. and not draw you guys apart. We love you guys. We'll see love you guys you. next week. Hola, my name is Enrique Santos, presentador de Tu Mañana y On The Move. Quiero invitarte a escuchar mi nuevo podcast, Hola, My Name Is, donde hablo con artistas, líderes de nuestra comunidad y personas como tú. Mi meta es que juntos conozcamos más sobre los triunfos y las derrotas de mis invitados y que a través de sus historias nos empoderen y nos motiven a superarnos. 
lanzamos el show con Jay Balvin. He's awesome. Un artista colombiano que ha revolucionado la música latina y que sigue superando récords mundiales. Él nos cuenta abiertamente sobre sus inicios, el secreto de su éxito y los aprendizajes que lo ayudan a preservar su autenticidad. A partir de este martes, 7 de abril, podrás acompañarme todas las semanas a conocer más a fondo a un invitado especial. Puedes encontrar mi podcast en la aplicación digital de iHeartRadio, la descargas gratis o en donde prefieras escuchar tus podcasts. Hola, my name is The Podcast a partir de este 7 de abril.